You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with you today, the one, the only, my man in crime, Mr. Monster Defense. What's going on, buddy? What is up, guys? We're back for another week, and uh, man, as always, ready to bring you guys another great show. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm really excited about this. We've been, uh, you know, we we we've we've had a crazy year, man. Uh, somebody told me the other day I did an interview on uh, the Backlog Podcast. Um, shout out to those guys having me on, and they said, "Did you know that you just crossed your year anniversary with Monster D Face?" Oh my gosh! So it, it is it is <laughs> it has officially been a year. Uh, and we, we've, uh, we've learned a lot about each other for sure. Uh, got to know each other throughout the past year. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and we've, uh, you know, we were part of Deserto when we first started it, you know, uh, obviously shout out to a lot of our other friends at other avenues like Fortnite Insider, you know, Yusuf helping us push the podcast a lot throughout the past year and a lot of great partners and stuff. And, uh, we've, we've, we've been working on a project together for the podcast for a long time. Want to make sure it wasn't something we just, you know, thought about on a whim we put a lot of thought into it back and forth making things talking about things and so guys we have the announcement i think i've said it before a couple probably about a month ago that we were working on a patreon but the patreon is now launched uh it is launched officially uh so thank you guys obviously for for your support that you and and i know so many of you will give there to us because you love us so much and i do appreciate that so stop what you're doing and hit it up the link will be there (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, it's really easy for everybody if you're listening. Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com slash Fortnite Podcast. Really easy. Patreon dot com slash Fortnite Podcast. You can join for as little as two dollars. You can support us for as little as two dollars and ninety nine cents a month. I like, I like instead of join, I like support us because that's really what this is, monster, right? Like, this is supporting the content that we make. Uh, this is supporting more content. It's not just saying, hey, we already do the podcast. Some give us you know, $3 a month. This is, Hey, if you come to the over here and you be part of our community and dive in with us for $2 and 99 cents a month, um, you know, which is worth that Red Bull or that monster you guys have maybe one morning a week. But if, if, if you do that, it helps us out extensively, but we also have some awesome, awesome things we're doing for you guys. So if you sign up on any of our tiers, we have three tiers. Uh, I'll go through them real quick, but if you sign up on any of those three tiers, during our initial promotion phase, there's a special project that's going to be happening that Monster's working on. Uh, he's really putting it together, and it's going to be something you want to be a part of, and you will be a part of automatically if you join us between now and July 1st. So you got a little bit over a month uh, to join us and be a part of the Patreon uh, promotional period, and we're going to include you in a project that will be for all the eyes in the world and ears in the world to see. So you better make sure you, you be a part of it if you want to be. Um, and in addition to that, just to go on, to carry on, um, you know, being a two ninety nine member, obviously you'll get our support. You'll be added to our Patreon wall of supporters. Uh, also, in addition, you will get a Patreon supporter episode every single month, uh, a special episode uh, where you can submit topics and questions to. We will answer as the little mini episode we're going to do together each month to kind of talk back to the community, talk back to you guys and answer your questions. So that'll be going on. And then obviously, most importantly, you'll have the satisfaction of knowing that you helped me and Monster uh, get food on our tables, you know, feed our feed our kids and uh, continue to pursue our dreams. If you want to be part of the 999 crew, what we call the Carry Us crew, um, that will be over. Uh, you'll get another show. This is going to be uh, an exclusive show as well that is after the show video. 
Um, and it is a video show of me and Monster kind of after the show, what we do, talk about crazy topics, things that we go on tangents about uh, that might not always be Fortnite related. So you guys can get that. And then in addition, you can also submit some questions uh, that will be done on the main podcast. So you can submit a question or record a message where you can be heard on the Fortnite podcast each month. And that one's $9.99. And you obviously get all the previous tier rewards as well. So, you know, you're stacking up two extra episodes of the Fortnite podcast, video form and audio form for you there in those two levels. And then if you want to get really crazy and you really want to make us cry, shed a tear, you can be a pro level member for $19.99 a month. And uh, there's so many things you get here. Uh, you get a chance to be chosen for roundtable episodes that will be happening uh, where you'll join uh, three other Patreons along with myself. Uh, in a roundtable discussion each month. We'll put that out as a big topic episode, so you'll get that. Uh, you automatically entered into the Monster D-Face art giveaways, which, I mean, you're working on some things, huh, Monster? Yeah, I'm working on some things, guys. So don't forget that ultimately you guys are going to be the fuel and just that that backbone to helping us continue to drive this show. And like like Troy kind of touched on, too, Lau said, you, you guys are just going to, just a nice little tip in the hat. It's just going to help us continue to push the show. More so than we already do. And then, of course, you know, just bring you guys extra, extra goodies. And, of course, you know, it, it, words can't always show our uh, our appreciation and, and our gratitude. But it does go a long way, guys. Every single ounce of support. Um, just being a content creator in this space, you know. So, again, yeah. early, early thank you to, to all you yes. guys. Super early thank you for sure. And, and that is something that I, we wanted to make sure you guys felt throughout this. That no matter what level you support us at, that you felt our appreciation and our love. Um, and, and, you know, the fact that we are so thankful for no matter what amount that you do every month for us, that it is support, even just listening to the podcast. If you can't, you're like, man, I don't have any money to do this. Listen to the podcast and sharing it. That's a, that's a ton of support. And we greatly appreciate you guys as well on that other, on that last tier there, you guys, you also get access to the weekly show notes. You get to vote on guest schedules. You get a personalized thank you video from monster and myself, uh, that you can post on Twitter and let your mama see, you know, tell your mama you are somebody important, you know, I guess, I mean, I guess I don't have whatever you want to do with it. Send it to your sister, you know, tell her you, you, you got two good looking guys over here to do a podcast every week. I don't know, whatever you want to do, go ahead and do it. Uh, you know, and, and of course our undying appreciation, uh, we are so grateful. So hey, the big thing though, monster, one that you've been wanting to do for a long time. And I'm like, I don't know, man, you, you got the camera. I don't really have the camera sense that you have, but you talked me into it is. We got a goal here if we reach 100 Patreons. What are we going to do, Monster, if we reach 100 Patreons? All right, guys. So long-awaited, long-anticipated, and and wanted. Um, we want to bring this show live to you guys on a week-to-week basis. And again, it just we want this to be one of our, again, just like a milestone, a goal that as a community, as a, as a, as a team, as a podcast, we've built over the last year plus all these episodes hopefully can uh, just help add it all together and uh, hit that milestone. And then from there, we start bringing shows to you guys live. And I think that's going to be a nice fun touch because you guys bring obviously a chat atmosphere, which makes it even more special. It's not just right. uh, interaction. You know, we'll be able to kind of clue in and ping in with you guys afterwards as well, uh, making it that much more interactive. And it's different. It's different because what we release on an audio form, it's going to be that polished, edited, you know, top tier stuff you guys like to tune into. But when it's live, you guys, you guys get to get it all. So you're, you're gonna feel the fun atmosphere. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna see the intensity in our faces when we hit about these topics. And and trust me, it's gonna be worth tuning in for on a week to week basis, whatever days those may be. 
and um, we'll bring in that content. We'll bring in that content. We might even just launch a fresh brand new YouTube channel just so we can put all those up as well, just to yeah. kind of keep them, keep the fuel going, man. So, uh, Mark, I'm get the camera. We're going on Twitch, Mark. Get the camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're trying to make it, you know, make it bring bring it up to the main stage. So, want to want to do a step by step with you guys, and that's I think I think that's about hits hits everything. On, yeah. on the end as far as the the Patreon goes and and the initial launch for this. Yeah, and we're. Again, we're- I was just going to say thank you guys like similar to because because some people from the podcast, a lot of you guys actually actively bring Twitch primes to the Twitch channel, my channel already. It's literally the same thing, except we're just we're doing it on on Patreon. It's a type of subscription based support. And this time it just comes with all, loaded with goodies, loaded with goodies. So something to think about, guys. Yeah, we, uh, you know, and we appreciate all the support and we appreciate you guys checking in, especially, I know we say it all the time, like the YouTube channel, like that shows support to Monster. Yes. Going and watching his videos, supporting him there. Uh, and that helps us keep going. Obviously, if, if, if we can't, uh, you know, somehow pay our bills, we probably wouldn't be able to do this show. So thank yeah. you so much for continuing to give us your support. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Fortnite podcast. And so, yeah. That's all the announcements. That's everything we got. You'll probably hear us talk about it for the next couple of weeks, just so anybody that wants to be part of that initial phase gets in on that, because that will be going away on July 1st. So uh, make sure you jump in there and show your support. And uh, we'll do our best to continue to deliver the best content we can. And with that said, we got some, we got some like little drama, I guess you could say. Some other things, you know, last week we talked about the Tfue and Banks thing. Um... I mean, we haven't really heard a ton of updates about what's going on. You know, interested to see, you know, we had that little reply video from, from Tifu. Um, you've seen a few tweets here and there. There's been video. I think there was a video that came out that showed, uh, there was, there was a video that came out that showed uh, uh, their response from FaZe and it was clippets of them sending emails back to Tifu and, uh, you know, what, what was going on and how they were asking to, to try to renegotiate. But what's so funny is, the Fortnite guy, if you know the Fortnite guy, he broke down the video pretty well, put it up there. And it was interesting because he did have a couple few things that, you know, I don't, I don't want to lean on either side of the fence here, but I'll say this. He made a good point that if you were offering Tifu this million dollar contract a year that Banks talked about so many times, there wasn't one screenshot about ever offering Tifu a million dollars one time. And in fact, they said, we sent an email the day this all broke. This is from FaZe. They sent an email the day it broke to try to renegotiate and take out the 80-20 terms. The day it broke? Like, they literally said the day this came to fruition and it became public, we sent an offer. So they were trying to cover their butts up immediately. Anyways, seems, it does seem a little odd. I think what you said, though, you said it perfect, Monster, last week. Nobody wins in these type of situations. Nope. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what comes of it. Will Tifu start his own org? I mean, what do you think about that? What do you think about if Tifu start his own org? How would you feel about that, Monster? I'm, I'm, where do I sign? No. <laughs> yeah, um, dude, I think Dr. Disrespect put it best into words. Imagine the biggest player or the biggest profile in the world on the hottest game in the world where you're the star in that game too, you know, as a competitive player, creating his own organization and he said uh now you're thinking big and i like it and he said that's me <laughs> you know what i mean and dr disrespect you know he's got a whole persona but he broke persona for a little bit there and just straight up laid it out imagine a star in the biggest star game on the on the universe and the planet right now making their own team too right to to 
and and obviously with Tifu, his kind of response was because he he wants to make sure the right people get taken care of the right way. So it sounds like you know just coming from the heart, he knows that hey, he wants to give people their value, their worth, and it it, it almost sounds like a dream come true for some people, but it, it is crazy. It is crazy. I, I wouldn't knock anyone down from dreaming big and thinking big like that. You know, I got big goals and aspirations myself, right? But uh, if, if that's what he wants to set out and achieve, there's no better time to do it than right now. You are at the top of the pyramid. The, the how, top. Do, how do you feel about anybody? Because we had another instance this week with Nick Merckx, you know, encouraged and the 100 T stuff we're going to talk about a little in a second. But how do you feel about people taking clout from an organization and then exceeding the expectations that were probably set before them and now taking that clout and taking that 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 position they've you know worked together with in a partnership in a way and then going and doing their own thing like, i mean i i think that is a part of the game it's a part of the evolution um yeah. it's almost like hey uh, here's a good example dakota's joins tsm dakota's joins tsm exactly as his videos are blowing up on youtube they saw value in him he saw value in the organization together it, it's a business tsm knows they're they're hopefully bending their chips so that this guy can grow, bring them exposure. Dakotas feels the same way. Hey, I'm trying to bet my chips on this org. So hopefully I can grow, get this exposure. And when it hits off, that is the perfect relationship. And it's okay to say, Hey, respectively, dude, I'm at my peak. Thank you guys for where you got me. And as if that org doesn't have a, a type of policy to where, okay, we're going to allow you to invest in us. Maybe, maybe now you can become part owner or something like that. Well, then you, 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 you had your stay. Right. Um, and, and it's okay to part ways at that point, if, if you ask me. Um, and that's just kind of how it works in organizations. A good, another good example is like Cease. Cease was on Gang Stars. He was performing, he was excelling. He was like, a, he's, he is a top tier player signed to a team Gang Stars. Gang Stars is not huge, it's a small organization trying their best to get their roots planted and, and grow up. But a team like 100 Thieves says, ooh, we want a player like Cease, but they're on Gangstars. What Gangstars does, they respectively negotiate some, some uh, who knows what the terms were, but respectively understand like, hey, we're not going to hold you back. You've outgrown us as, as an organization. We've done the most that we can do for you. We can only hope that you go to a better place now and grow for yourself, your brand. But what does that mean for or, uh, so the org Gangstars? It still legitimizes them. It legitimizes their, their talent recruitment, their, their ability to spot skill, right? And that just yep. means inevitably, if they can keep that up, they're also on track to grow kind of like ghosted. Yeah. In so that's the, that's the same thing that kind of Joel said about elevate with RBK. Mm. Right. Um, mm. he was like, I don't want to hold you back from that. Right. I, I, they can give you something I can't give you right now. You know, RBK right. is a fairly new esports team. And so they can't, they can't always provide what a hundred T with millions and millions and millions of dollars is doing. Um, yeah. And that, and, and that's really interesting. I, I think it, I think it plays out and it's going to play out differently in a lot of circumstances in this industry as the industry grows, right? So a lot of young people preferably own a lot of these esports teams. I mean, even if you want to say like, you know, like, I mean, look at Optic, right? And all the crap they've had to go through with Alliance and you might not know all this stuff, but long story short, like Hector, you know, is basically going to be back and running Optic almost by himself again. Mm. And, you know, he's only what, I think he's like 30, I want to say he's like 38, 39. So he's, I mean, as one of the largest owner, I mean, look at FaZe Banks, like these are younger people that own these huge organizations, right? So 
they're learning as they go. They're forming literally the, I mean, optic and phase, you can argue are probably were one of the first two to ever form what we know as esports organizations anyway, successful ones, right? At the, at the high level they're at. Um, and they created a lot of this game. I think, I think there will be a point where like, it won't be so easy to break off. Like if somebody like Tifu gets discovered and for them to break off and create their own org. But right now that's an opportunity. That's an available opportunity for him. And it's something you can do. And if you have the money to do it, like shoot at one day, let's be honest. One day he's not going to be able to play at the level he he's able to play at. Trust me, people that are out there and say it doesn't happen. It happens. I'm getting older. I'm 34. I was sitting there freaking watching these 16, 17 year olds play Fortnite. I don't even know how they flick around that quick. I don't get it. Right. But, uh, it does, it does. And that, that him thinking about his future is what's smart to me. Cause he's thinking about how do I set up beyond what I'm at right now, beyond the hundred K viewers I get on Twitch every day. You know what I mean? So, um, I, I, I'm interested to see how that thing works out. We'll see what happens. Do you think any of that sparked Nick Merckx to come out and leave a hundred T? No, I, I, I really genuinely feel like Nick Merckx's situation was just, it just so happened to like just be at this time, you know, trouble comes in threes guys. This might be the third, this might be the second, but it's, it's a big one. The whole Nick Merckx leaves a hundred thieves. I just think it was like, like people like Nick Merckx and, and, content creators that size you don't don't just up and go for no reason uh because again it's it's always like you lose when you step away from these orgs but you you can also gain so the the timing has to be right but the more importantly the reasons have to be right so like you know it comes down to the morals if someone like nick merck steps away from a team like 100t something wasn't going right or i think he said you, you can probably quote this but you know um some promises weren't made or something like that yeah yeah. Yeah. He, he mentioned in his video, which was, uh, you know, completely a uh, Nick Merck's video of basically him streaming and then talking about the subject, right? Like he didn't address the camera directly or do like a specific YouTube channel. They took clips from the conversations he was having with his chat, uh, which is awesome. Like that's why people love Nick for who he is. Like that's Nick, right? Like he's, he's just another boy next door that enjoys playing video games and loves to live weights and enjoy sports and everything else. Right. So um, I think that's why a lot of people can adapt to Nick. Um, but I didn't know this, but supposedly there was some time spent prior to 100T being officially 100T and him working with Nade in the background on developing 100T. So there was more of a connection here than just a content creator that was there. I mean, he was friends with Nade Shot for years, especially back in the Call of Duty days. So, you know, when you leave it for him, he wasn't just leaving 100T, he's also leaving some friendships from what I take from his conversation, right? Um, he left some friendships. He didn't get what he wanted. He made the statement, when it, when it was time to be taken care of, it didn't happen. That's just what he said. He, he said, that's what it comes down to. He, he, his exact words, when it was time to be taken care of, it didn't happen. So I'm not sure what was going on there. I'm not sure if that meant, you know, part of his ownership was supposed to be passed officially to him, right? Was he supposed to be getting something? I don't know. Um, but I do think it's really crazy that it quickly got over, like, overbrushed with Courage joins 100T, right? Like, real quick, it brought the excitement back to 100T, Courage, this video drops, and I don't know if you saw the video, but it was absolutely the absolute best recruitment video I've ever seen in my entire life, made me laugh so hard, um, how they use the instance of the picture, right? The whole, the whole situation with Ariana Grande was just unbelievable 
Uh, and Courage brings a lot of fun, right? And he seems like he fits there. Obviously, living at the Hunter T house for the past three months, everybody kind of knew what was going on. But he just left Optic, man. Like, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts happening. And these aren't like, you know, so-and-so gets traded to another team, just, oh, they're a lineman player. Like, these are like your star quarterbacks in the NFL getting traded to other big teams, right? Like, this is big news because... He left Optic because a lot of people thought, I don't know if he ever confirmed this, but basically he wanted sponsorships that he couldn't do underneath the Optic flag. Optic being run by, you know, all these other companies, which is a nightmare in and of itself, which is almost over. Like, he, he teams to leave. But what's so crazy is he's friends with, like, you know, 100T, Nadeshot, is best friends with Hector at Optic. So yeah. you had Courage, who's the, one of the largest, you could say, content creators in the world right now, leave one organ, go to another... Uh, I mean, like, what do you what do you make of all this? Well, well, like, Courage is a another situation where we talk about outgrowing your org or your brand. Um, Courage stopped, I guess, or stepped away from casting COD, picked up playing Fortnite, somehow, like, literally blew up in the space. Kind of, honestly, outgrew Optic in the Fortnite scene because they weren't doing anything with it. Right. So he stepped away from the team. And then just over that course of time, he managed to hold that positioning and then breaks his way back into the space by being a World Cup caster. Like, he's, he's a hot commodity right now, right? Like, he is, he is he's doing his thing. Um, and what, what better team to join than 100 Thieves who's been, like, uh, like literally just killing it lately uh, on the scene, just doing all the right things, picking up smart, talented, top-tier content creators as well. Uh, and I, I, like you said, I think courage is a great fit there. And the video, the vlog showed that it showed that they can have fun and you know, the, the atmosphere that he brings, he brings a whole new layer of, uh, of, of, you know, content or lifestyle to the, to the hundred thieves brand. And that's what they oh, need. Easy, easy, easy bringing, uh, and, and, and I think it's always cool when you get friends together because the content can come a little more naturally. Right. And it, it can, it can be crazy, but I actually tweeted out after I watched it, I said, I have no doubt that this content from 100T is changing the game. Nate Shaw and Courage are framing esports content for the future. And what I mean by that is like the passion that, that Nate has behind esports and the knowledge and ability that Courage has to entertain, those two things together with the branding and the, and the apparel, all that, that they're doing together is literally changing what esports are looking at. Trust me, like, like you you don't get you don't get teams that are like Luminosity and uh uh you know uh, all these other you know Fnatic and all these other teams out there. They're not just sitting on their hands going, oh yeah, what they're doing isn't for us. Like they're literally looking at it going like, whatever the crap they're doing, we have to we make sure that. we stay on top of because we want it. Trust me, everybody well, wants to drop an apparel line and it be sold out in 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 5 minutes. Everybody wants that. I was going to say it's about building that lifestyle, building that building that brand and then having people to like want it, right? To want that content. Um encourage courage is just a funny guy. When you get someone with that much energy and charisma, that's what you want on camera, man. He he just kills it. That's why I'm trying to get on. I've been trying to get on camera, monster. I've been trying to do that, man. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a crazy thing. I mean, you you got teams like Liquid who uh, dropped the um, uh, their new like production facility that they have for all their you know for their teams and all the content that they're creating. Um, you know, it, it ton, tons of stuff that 
is going on in the space that is continually framing, but I just think Hunter T, man, and I think Liquid too, to be honest with you, on a side note, they're doing some things that are just changing the game right now. Uh, and it's and it's really interesting to watch. Kind of like me and you are like living in this time when we get to see something occur. Maybe like other people saw, you know, different organizations and different things grow as they were, you know, growing up. But like, this is what we're, we're getting to watch. It's pretty, I don't know, it's pretty fun to me. I, I enjoy watching this scene grow uh, and see where the next steps are, what leaps of faith other people are making. When you talk about casting Fortnite, though, you've been doing that quite a bit. Uh, and the first thing you did was this past weekend, you already had patch 1.9 update implemented in with the hotspots, the unvaulted, uh, semi-auto sniper, combat shotgun nerf availability was already done, right? The, uh, and, and of course, I don't know if you got time to play the Fortnite and Jordan thing at all, but let's start there. Hotspots. How do you feel about them? Yeah, hotspots are dope, but I think it's a, a big, uh, What's a, what's a conspiracy, man? I think it's a conspiracy to get all the good players to get off the battle bus and fight. <laughs> and take each other out for high elims, right? And then, uh, you know, whatever's left at a lobby that kind of splits off away from the hotspots. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I know the question uh, has also been thrown around. What does this do for competitive? Um, it's hard to tell, especially over these weekends where we can't quote-unquote see the early game we don't really track it closely uh from what i can tell player response wise hasn't really shooken up too much but i can only imagine it helps the economy of the game so i totally stand behind hotspots because there's more uh, ammo behind those uh, those drops and anything to help you get your loadout right so how do you feel about like as far as the early game for those that don't understand how does that play out being able to have that extra loot because it's going to different places every single time it's not the same location if it happens to be at your drop location, number one, do you think it's affecting people to drop actually in pro scrims and pro games in these qualifiers? Is it causing them to drop in certain locations just because of that? Or is it just benefiting the people that already own those locations? It's definitely benefiting who owns or like who runs those spots, like who's very comfortable with it. But I feel like if I had to guess, it affects how people move into those locations. Because ah, yeah. if your rotation is normally, hey, let's go this way. You might want to go that way because if you aim towards a hotspot, think about how many drones fly around. There's going to be leftover loot. If you have a gray AR, you're going to find a blue AR like laying around or a blue drum gun or, you know what I mean? There are like serious benefits to just giving a little look. And at the very least, maybe shooting one or two off the sky so you can pick up some extra ammo before you skate on out of there. So I genuinely think that it affects more so like, hey, let's go take a look just to see if I can pick something up real quick. Not right. so much like, oh, I got to land there because this makes the world of a difference because shield doesn't come out of those things. If heal items fell, then maybe. Maybe it's like, yeah, let's get that mobility. Let's get that heal. Uh, that's a good point. It's a good point because you only have weapons that are coming out of there. So yeah. uh, that, that's a really good point to that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't see a money really really a, a money profit thing here okay because just imagine me for a second monster just imagine orange for hot draws what are you talking if, about here if, if they would no, if they no no no, no <laughs> listen if they would have sold the space to amazon to put amazon drone just put the name amazon oh. on these drones they could have made a crap load of money from amazon all right not I mean, over yet they could always get reskinned right <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true that's true I, I, i'm all right with a little in-game you know a little in-game advertisement listen, there's blimps flying around that can also change dude like anything like you can see true. nike look those things good year where are you at good year let's go right 
throw, throw some signs up there. We'll see. Amazon, we'll, a- Ama- no. <laughs> Amazon drones, good year, freaking blimps. We got Michael <laughs> Jordan backboards, you know, yeah. basketball, like everything themed different ways. I, I'm so, cool with it. Just like real stuff. <laughs> I'm cool with it. Uh, the other thing that we got in 9.1 is what I talked about. Unvaulted the semi-auto sniper. Is this even relevant? Oh, dude, there's four snipers in the game. Do I need to say yeah. more? Come on, man. They took out the suppressed SMG this morning and, yeah. and gave us a new SMG, which is great, right? We got a little change, whatever. But like you bring in the unvolted or unvolt the semi-sniper and then keep all these other snipers in a loophole. Like, guys, we have a, a hunting rifle, a suppressed and the heavy. Now with the, with the, uh, the semi, it, it just feels almost useless. Basically, it kind of well. They, they said since the thermal, thermal, and the scoped revolver have both recently been vaulted. This week, we wanted to bring back an oldie but goodie to round the medium to long range item lineup. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're kind of overshooting the how much we need. Those, those <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm cool with that whole statement, except for oldie but the word goodie in there. Goody. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not too fond of the word goodie when it comes to uh, to the auto sniper. But hey. You know, I look, I I think I would have been more happy, though, if they like put away a sniper and then like brought in a sniper. But like just to kind of throw another in the pool, it, it just it really doesn't fit the, the, the loadout. Like you already have a close range, a follow up, an AR. Well, the reason why I don't think it fits the meta either is because it's damage too, right? Like it's not ideal in your loadout. Like there's so many other things you would take over it, you know, so I don't know. Um, and, and I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say with how easy it is to hit a like a heavy snipe, that that's the thing you want. Like you want that heavy snipe, man. Yeah. You don't am I. No, absolutely. Um, I, I I agree. I was gonna say, I think the biggest change though in all of this was changing the availability of the shotgun, the combat shotgun, uh, almost by like 25% in a way. Like it, it's pretty drastic. Um like they it took it from 2.15 to 1.4. Right, like I mean, this is a quarter, right? I mean, you're talking about one in every four drop, basically, is a difference now. Um, and not so much as far as from chest, but from floor loot. I, I think, for me I think personally, yeah, for me, for me personally, and playing this past week, uh, I know the 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 frustrations other people that we've been playing with is like, if we all get combats, especially in a squad game, if we all get combats, like GG, we win the game. Yeah, it's, it's such a huge difference, man. I, and at first, when I read it. Like initially I looked at it, I was like, uh, I can see why they want to drop it from chest, right? From coming out as often right. as it did. But like, yeah, it just hit the entire loop pool. And no, man, I'm not, I've not been feeling it. <laughs> I'll tell yeah. you that much. Uh, cause more, more often than not, you are just running around with like a tactical shock and you're at a disadvantage a lot of the times. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I, I feel like, uh, I'm, I'm always searching for a shotgun now. I'm really, really looking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tons of great things coming out in, in 9.1 patch. Then we had the 9.1 content update that dropped today. Um, this is on the, what is this, the 28th today? 29th today? What is it? 29th. Yeah, it's the 29th. 29th of May. Holy cow, bro. We're almost halfway through 2019. I don't know if you guys, that's insane. Anyways, uh, Burst SMG. You know, coming in, they vaulted the suppressed SMG, which everybody seemed to love that SMG. Uh, really brought it back when they brought it back last time in a very good spot, I felt like. 
Uh, but this was the big change today, uh, bringing this in, bringing this new burst SMG. We got the, uh, you know, the the new assault rifle or what it was. Uh, what was that? Suppress? What was the what is the name of that new assault rifle? Tactical AR. Tactical AR. That's right. The tactical AR. Uh, what last week we get or a week before we get the the burst SMG. This week, what's your feel, man? How do you how you liking these new guns? How you liking this burst SMG? I haven't got my hands on it yet. Uh, so I have got to play a fair amount with it. I think it's strong, man. Um, four shots. So it's not like your, your normal kind of three round burst. It's got four shots. I will say this. If you in the past were used to letting that wall come down and then sending out that punishment shot on defense, you cannot do that against this burst because those bullets pierce through the build, making it really weird to counter fire back. So if you let go of that turbo build or something for any split second, maybe you, you hesitate to make edit you're going to get like you're going to get hit you're going to feel the shot and it does respectable damage um so i really like it is it better than a drum gun i think you can go toe to toe with the drum but man you go through that mag so quick that you know the drum is just king still <laughs> for that reason yeah. uh so with that being said I, I do like the burst smg more than i thought i would have and it's because the super super high fire rate um it's 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 all right do you think do you think this is going to take a good be in a good place once the tax uh, once the drum gun's gone is the burst SMG kind of going to be making it into everybody's loadout you feel like it's a good I think, balance I think, the burst, I think the burst SMG is a good balance weapon when it comes down to like going toe to toe with another person with a sidearm I I genuinely believe that the damage that it can output is respectable that it's like oh he has a burst right. I got to be careful because if you if you go chest to chest with one of those it's it's literally spitting out four bullets in very rapid succession that will destroy your health. Yeah. So for anybody's wondering, when you're saying burst and we, and obviously being called the burst SMG, it's because it does shoot a burst Four round burst is what it's doing. Deals 23, 24 and 25 damage, uh, 1.75 headshot multiplier, 24 round magazine, um, and can be uh, found on floor loot, chest and vending machines uses light ammo. I was going to say something that's really nice about it is you don't have to tap it. You can just like, you can hold it like a machine gun and it'll, it'll spit them out as fast as it can. So you can just hold down. The so it doesn't, and, it doesn't shoot quicker if you're continually triggering. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't have to trigger with it. You can just hold it. So it, it kind of works like you normally expect a, you know, a burst. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's, it's not, it's nice. Oh, that's awesome. I can't wait to get my hands on it for sure. Uh, this past week, have you got to play any of this, uh, Michael Jordan, you know, Fortnite thing? Did you, did did. you get your hands on it? Kind of get some skateboards, you know, cued in here and there. I got a, I got maybe like two or three out of the, the bulk, but still many. I gotta hopefully get. What, what, what does your daughter think about things like this when it comes out? She just loves them. She just eat them up oh, like yeah. crazy. It's more like a jaw drop and a what? Like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I, I tend to, you know, we talk a lot about like competitive Fortnite and what's going on in the scene and how the game meta is and everything. And occasionally we talk about a little bit of our kids and, and the Fortnite that they love. And it's funny that they love a different Fortnite than me and you love. I, oh, I realized yeah. that this past week, right? And then nothing against the Jordan thing. Like it's, it's fun. It's fine to play a few games of it. But like my son will sit in there for hours, right? Like he's just looking for every little knickknack how can he get out of the map how can he jump out of the map you know what can him and his friends compete on like uh and and i think that's like that's the secret sauce right to fortnite is its availability to all these different age groups and its line of people right creative is gonna take over the world one day creative is telling you wait wait until the player pool gets bigger because right now it's 16 so you're kind of capped once they make it like hey here's a server with 
you know, hundreds of people in there jump in and they'll fill up your lobby with game modes. It's yeah. it's over. Like it's over. That's that's gonna be the best way to play Fortnite. Yep. No, I agree one hundred percent. I've said creative is the future. I'm telling you right now, mark our words on May twenty ninth, two thousand, you know, nineteen that me and Monster both said it. I mean, creative is the future of Fortnite. It is what's going to give it legs to literally live for 10. This is going to be, I'm convinced since they dropped creative and I've started to see all this change in the past six months, especially they are preparing this game for a 10 year lifespan. At least I, I agree. Like that's how, that's how I feel about it. At least I, I think that they're definitely doing their best uh, to prepare the game for that and uh, have one of these games where you look back like, wow. And see us, you know, see us go where it's like, holy cow, this thing's been going on for 10 years. Well, with that, let's go ahead and jump to our last section, tips and tricks. A little tip and trick from our man here, Monster D-Face. You ask, do we have tips? Of course. And do we have tricks? Oh, yes, we do. So listen up. All right, so we talked a little about Low Ground. You released your Low Ground t-shirt. Holler at your boy, by the way, if you want to throw that out. You, you still selling those shirts? I'm waiting on mine to yeah, come I in. Get- yeah, I got I got the Teespring up. It's actually one of those ones. So long as people are picking them up, uh, the shop stays open. So the shop's still open. So thank you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I, I think hopefully my shipping soon. I think I might have got my email that it was shipping. Anyways, I'm I'm super excited about getting it. But we've talked a little bit about low ground. Let's talk a little bit about high ground. When you get that high ground, when you make that move, whether you're 90, you build up, you sneak in there on third party, however it is, and you get that high ground. What are what are what are a few tips? What are a few things that people need to make sure they're focusing on in order to keep that high ground? Yeah. So one one important thing when you're holding high ground that I see a lot of people make a mistake because I'm like a low ground warrior. So I look for flaws in people that are holding high, uh, over peaking, forgetting that your head can be shot when you look over. It's not just like oh I'm moving up to the top of this ramp and you're invincible. Just because you can't shoot down doesn't mean you can't get shot. So be careful on your peaks. Be mindful of leaving your uh, walls open from the backside because again, if someone's low ground peeking you and they see that little crevice kind of open up behind you, they can just jump, like just side jump and really punish you from down low. Especially with the way the combat works, the travel damage is crazy. So the game now more than ever, you have to be careful on high ground. Uh, because of the combat can punish at all distances. And then more importantly, if you're holding high ground, if you're holding high ground, a little tip, uh, outside of just, of course, protecting your angles and, and protecting your peaks, just don't forget that you don't have to jump and fire your shot. You can always walk off, fire a shot, and build a floor. So that way you're kind of you're being more effective and not exposing yourself as much. So I think the biggest thing to be mindful of is exposure. Minimize your exposure. You have better high ground holds. And, uh, you know, besides that, dude, go playground, right? Go, go be a warrior. Go 1v1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Shoot us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment on Podbean. Tell us what you like and what you dislike about the show. Send all your complaints directly to MonsterDFace at the Fortnite Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you like and how we can make it better. Also, don't forget, go to patreon.com slash Fortnite podcast. Support us there for as little as $2.99 a month. Uh, you're helping my dreams come true, so thank you so much for that. Follow us on Twitter at the Fortnite podcast. Myself, 2LoudTX, and MonsterDFace at MonsterDFace, M-O-N-S-T-E-R-D-F-A-C-E. It's tell them where they can find you throughout the week. Yep, as always, guys, at Monster Deface, preferably on YouTube because my content is up 24-7. And all in all, I just want to say thank you guys, man. We've been getting a lot of support on the on the live stream tip, so appreciate you guys coming through, checking out the, the videos, and, and becoming active listeners around these parts. Thank you, guys. And I uh, can't wait to uh, be here next week. Yeah, man, absolutely. Are you casting this coming weekend as well? 
now I'm actually happy. I guess just sit home and uh, start this pack. You guys have kind of caught wind. We're, I'm moving to Texas, guys. So I'll be one step closer to Too Loud. Yeah, uh, you do. Yeah, yeah. So who knows, man? Maybe we'll we'll get down in person and do some podcasts. Man, let's go. It dude. could be could be crazy. You're only gonna be a few hours from me, and uh, and yeah, actually, I heard this week that uh, I might be moving a little closer to you. So uh, yeah, I'll tell you more about that later. But yeah, guys, as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.